The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 10th of October. In your Squiz today, the disappearance of Saudi national Jamal Khashoggi, fallout from the Sydney Opera House light show saga, the IMF warns of the dangers of the US-China trade war, and hashtag him too. This is your Squiz today. Uh, we mentioned this one on Monday, Claire. Writer Jamal Khashoggi, a Saudi national, entered his country's consulate in Turkey last week and he's not come out. He's a US resident and contributor for the Washington Post and now the White House have weighed in on his disappearance. That's right. Donald Trump yesterday said that he was concerned about uh, Jamal Khashoggi's safety, that he hadn't been seen. He called on the Saudi uh, government to come forward and uh, really clarify what has happened. And some UK ministers overnight have also expressed their concern. But the person really leading the charge is Turkish President Erdogan, who has uh, really stepped up the pressure on the Saudis and that, of course, goes back to some friction between the Turkish and the Saudi government. So the allegation is that he was murdered inside the consulate, uh, potentially carried out in boxes. It was a coordinated attack due to his criticism of the Saudi crown prince. Yeah, there are allegations that he's um, been murdered and dismembered and that there was a team of 15 Saudis who travelled to Istanbul on the day of his disappearance. But there's also others who say that he could have been abducted and taken out of the back of the consulate in a car and returned to Saudi Arabia. And there's certainly um, cases that um, have been known where people have been disappeared, where they've been taken and really held in in definite house arrest or face retribution back in Saudi Arabia without anyone knowing about it. And just finally, I mean, what was he doing there? Uh, he was he was getting married? Yeah, he was looking for a piece of paper. He needed a document to verify that he had been divorced. He was planning uh, on marrying uh, a woman, a Turkish woman, the next day. Yeah, and Turkey has said it will conduct a search of the consulate. So, yeah, a lot more to play out on this one. Ah, oh, back here... The Sydney Opera House was lit up with the colours of the Everest horse race last night. How did the protests go down? How did the light show go down? Well, there were about a thousand protesters, um, according to reports this morning. And what they did was uh, try and obscure the effect of the lights on the uh, Sydney Opera House's iconic sails by flashing torches and lights. Uh, it was only a very short and sharp show. I did love the story that also some people re- released balloons, which um, I'm sure wasn't particularly effective given the size of the opera house. Oh, the protesters did. Yeah, yeah. Um, How'd it go? Alan Jones said that all those attempts were very childish and he um, he also yesterday took a bit of a back step to say that he regretted blasting um, the opera house boss, Louise Heron, on, on his show last week. And, uh, of course, the chaser had a bit of fun yesterday too by um, – screening Alan's number on the sales and also on other iconic Sydney buildings and Jones had to field a number of anonymous calls yesterday apparently. <sighs> Somewhere in there Let's there's a horse on. race I think. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, know, I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> That's on Saturday. <sighs> okay. In the US, the ambassador to the UN, Nikki Haley, has resigned. She has, and she's been a very public face of the Trump administration as she's put um, uh, President Trump's 
sort of America first agenda to the international community. So that's been a pretty tough gig. And she said to have enjoyed a, a pretty close relationship with Donald Trump. Uh, some of the reports this morning say that that has waned a little bit in recent months, that uh, they're not talking uh, directly as much as they used to. But there's no real reason given. She says it's not for personal reasons, just that it was time for her to go. Lots of speculation that she could be a candidate for the Republican party for the 2020 uh, election campaign but she says that Uh. that's not correct either uh, and that she hasn't had any falling out with president trump it's just time to do something else yeah they've done a press conference and said very nice things about each other and what he also said was sorry to the u.s supreme court justice brett kavanaugh and his family for having to endure his confirmation confirmation process. That's right. He uh, stood up with um, Brett Kavanaugh and his family yesterday and said that uh, Kavanaugh had been proven innocent, which of course wasn't the process that the Senate confirmation hearing uh, was going through. It's not a court. You don't prove innocence or guilt uh, in that format. You just provide evidence. And uh, of course, Kavanaugh has said is that he needs to put all of that behind him, that the integrity of the court and the justice system needs to be upheld and for his part, he's hired an all-female staff. Uh, And the International Monetary Fund has tempered its global economic growth expectations and has warned of the dangers of the China-US trade war. That's right, and says that it could make the world a poorer and more dangerous place, and that's because, of course, uh, economic growth, which has been really hard to build some momentum on since the global financial crisis, uh, if this puts a chilling effect on uh, on the world's growth, uh, that would be an issue not just for China and the US, but, uh, of course, for other nations, and, and Australia is firmly in that bucket. Uh, we've said it before and we'll say it again, uh, America, is our biggest strategic ally and China is our biggest trade partner. So uh, a trade war between those two will definitely have um, some consequences for Australian jobs and and for our economic future. It's been a pretty heavy news day. How about we lighten it up with hashtag him too? Yes, a mother has put her son in a very difficult spot when he's she's posted to social media a picture of him uh, looking very Gilbert and Sullivan in his Navy gear uh, saying that um, he's a victim of the him too movement um, because he's respectful of women but he's too afraid to date these days, which was news to her son uh, and... <laughs> And the family who uh, have um, jumped all over it to uh, position him back as a, a normal guy who's um, he's just a normal sort of guy with a normal kind of family. And there's some hilarious memes that's definitely Well, people worth- have, take- have really run with it, haven't they? Yeah, definitely worth having a look at. You might hear a bit about that today. And Dennis Atkins, who's the National Affairs Editor for the Courier-Mail, is our three-minute squeeze subject today. He's a big squeeze reader. He's someone that I've always considered um, one of uh, the best journalists in the Canberra Press Gallery. He's Brisbane-based these Ooh. days. and uh, con- High praise. It is. He's, he's a fantastic journal and continues to um, to write on all of Australia's big issues, and including politics. And uh, he's also a foodie and, and a bit of a, a music fan, so he's done a terrific three-minute squeeze for us today. Yeah, there's a recipe included. Yeah. Also, Buko, which is one of my favourites, but he's got a little tweak with some mushroom powder, which looks very interesting. 
Oh. Is it hard to make? He just does it in his Thermomix, and I've got a Thermomix, so I'm, oh, I'm part of the Thermomix cult, so I'm onto it. All over it. Uh, so make sure you jump into the Squeeze Today email to check out that interview. There's also plenty more news in there. Very quickly, the subject line today is We're Halfway There from Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer because it's Wednesday. We literally are halfway through the week. Have a great Wednesday. Thanks for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast, and we'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN vpn.com forward slash squiz today.